sure this song is about me. I'm so vain. Don't you think this song is about me? Don't you, don't you, don't you now? Oh, today is Monday, March 28th, 2022. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am the host of a show called This Joe Batanz, a show where I talk about things that are on my mind. Today's a thing of, it's not necessarily events that happened to me, but something that's literally, it's too, it's something so silly. I don't know why it's really bothering me, and I'm wondering if it bothers you too, but we're going to find out because we're talking about it right here on This Joe Batanz, right here. On this, oh, uh, Afterthought Media. Got everything. Like I said at the top of the show, my name is Joe Batanz, and I am one of the hosts of a show. One of, I'm the only host. Kind, okay, I'm out of it. I don't know what's wrong with me. Today is March 28th, 2022. Today, we're not, it, there's nothing really to talk about. Just to, to wrap this up, since I last spoke to you guys, I've really not done much. I've driven to Los Angeles to pick up Mercedes' birthday present, which I'll just tell you about that right now. Her birthday was actually on Saturday. I was supposed to go on Friday. And that's why I picked up the gift on Friday. But I canceled because it was a school night. And what I mean by school night is I had to get up super early to do Drag Race recap. And I just, Taylor was willing to do it a little later. But I could tell he was b- upset about it. And like, he was like, oh, I mean, I guess. And uh I just didn't want to have that on my mind. I didn't want it hanging over me, you know? And so, uh yeah, so I canceled and I was supposed to go today, but because I live in California and we freak out about the rain, I didn't go today. I canceled. So now I'm not going till this coming Friday, which you might think, but Joe, it's a school night. You're going to, no, 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 no. Taylor had already told me he needs to do the show later on Saturday uh, because I don't know why, for some reason. And I'm just like, I love how he gets to do it later. Because I think he realizes for me, I love it when he does it later. So anyway, <clears throat> so we're doing it later on Saturday so I can sleep in. I don't have to worry about that stuff. Uh, so uh, I'm going to go on Friday. Anyway, her gift is, you know, when you have a rich person, I've learned this over the years. It's hard to buy rich people gifts. It's actually easy. It's actually very easy. I'll tell you this. It's very easy to buy a rich person a present because they um, they actually like very simple things with a lot of meaning. So it's difficult because you have to have something that has a lot of meaning, right? So with Mercedes, Mercedes is a mix. It's actually kind of an expensive gift. But what it is, is there's a uh, an organization called the People's Proge- Pottery Project of Los Angeles. And what they do is they hire formerly incarcerated women, uh, both cisgendered and transgendered women, and they give them jobs like making pottery, and you can buy that pottery from them. And... Uh, and that's something that a rich person would like. It's like, it's like a, it, that's, it, that story has a story. There's a meaning. A formerly incarcerated woman, uh, made this piece of pottery for Mercedes. I picked it up on Friday. 
and then on Saturday, uh, in the afternoon, John Paul came over and just hung out for a few hours. I felt sorry because he kind of not popped in. He announced to me that he was coming, but I was so busy. I hadn't, I, I'm a person with a shower in the afternoon, like around two. I didn't get a chance to shower and I could smell myself. I, I got to talk to him about this. I was so grossed out. And uh, he hung out for a few hours and he left. I took a shower as soon as he left. And, uh, oh, that's a whole other story about Tell Tamar about the fight that he and Evil John got in. It's one of the reasons he was here. And then yesterday was a pretty chill day. Didn't do much. Um, but that's what I want to talk about is I am a, I'm an Oscars nerd. I love the Oscars. So it really says a lot that, um, I, did, I didn't want to watch the Oscars. I wasn't, I wasn't watching the Oscars. I had no interest in the Oscars. And by the way, all but one of the movies that won the major awards, I'd seen. So it's not even like, oh, I hadn't seen the movies. I, I've seen Power of the Dog. I've seen, uh, Eyes of Tammy Faye. I've seen, um, wasn't the big one that won? I can't remember. I don't know. I've seen them. Okay. I just, I just didn't feel like watching it. It's just, I just, I just, and I'm a person who loves the Oscars. So that doesn't bode well for the Oscars. But Sean Paul was going to watch it. And so I was hanging out. I was actually just wrapping up dinner. I'd made the, the, the throwing down dinner last night. You'll hear about that on throwing down tomorrow. And John Paul text messaged me and said, are you watching the, I know you're not watching the Oscars, but you, uh, you, oh my God. And I was like, what? And he goes, Will Smith just punched Chris Rock because he made a joke about Jada. And I, I literally thought he was just talking about a bit. Uh, I thought he was like, I, I didn't know. I, it, it, what he had said made so little sense to me that I couldn't even process what he was saying. And I was I'm sure that this is a joke. And then he sent me a video on Twitter, and it's from the Japanese. I know there's an Australian one going around too, but from the Japanese feed where it's uncensored. They didn't censor it like the American version. And so you saw and heard everything the way it went down. And so what I want to talk about is, and this is the part that you might think is silly. I don't know. because it's, it's weird. It feels like all the takes are all over the place. I am... Deeply, deeply upset about it. I haven't been able to stop thinking about it. I needed to take a Xanax to go to sleep last night. I was so bothered by it that I, I feel I need to process this with a therapist. That, that's how upset I am about it. And it's multifaceted. It's on so many levels. And it's one of these things, you know, I've often talked about how one of the things that really puzzles me about Trump, I've said this on many shows, so I'm not, I'm not saying anything new, but I'm saying it here for posterity, is, yes, Trump's evil, blah, 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 blah. The thing that boggles my mind about Donald Trump is I, when I see him, when I hear him, when I read about him, I see a 100% utter buffoon. I saw a buff I see a buffoon. And the part that boggles my mind are the people and people that I know strangely and that I love, they see him and they see strength. 
And I don't that I don't even understand how it's almost like the blue and gold dress, you know. And it's the same thing here with the Will Smith thing. Is I see this and I see a rich and powerful man. And granted, he's striking another rich man. But the framing of this in the media is, is that's the part I'm talking about. I was just talking about this is that the media is really focusing, uh, for good, for better or for worse on a black man, a rich and powerful black man being the aggressor with no consequences. And what I think is overlooked is that a black man, even though he's rich and powerful, despite the fact he's rich and powerful, was a victim of violence. And if anyone's talking about it, it's almost as a joke. You know? And right now I'm talking, right now I'm just talking about the event. I mean, all the issues that I have with this radiate to different spheres, you know, onto society, onto. So it's like to see a raw act of, you know, Aiden worked last night. He worked until 11 and he went home and went to sleep. And so when I talked to him this morning, he hadn't even heard about it. And when I told him about it, and I think this is what most people's reaction who weren't watching, I think Jay was saying, and Adam Vaught, when I, I, I told Anna Vaughn, he's in Doha, that when you tell them and you say that Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, they, and I think it's anyone's natural uh, opinion of this, was that, oh, he went, you bitch, and slapped you know, like a RuPaul, like, you know, like, uh, you know, like a drag queen slapping another drag queen or something like that. And it, it wasn't. That was, it wasn't, I mean, to call it, I mean, it's technically a slap. But, I mean, that was a violent, violent and aggressive act. And then was shouting. And I've seen someone say this on social media, so it's not original with me. Which is, we saw a rich and powerful man get up on stage, walk onto st- the stage, strike the performer, hit him, go back down and scream and curse at him from the audience. And he wasn't escorted out. In fact, later he got a standing ovation. And went home and partied and, and there were no consequences. We literally saw someone commit an assault and there were zero consequences. And in fact, not only that, he was applauded. He gave this rambling speech that made no sense that he only wants to show love. And I was just talking about this. I'm not saying that Chris Rock was right about the joke. You can argue about the joke all you want. And if, if Will Smith would have marched up there and pulled a Kanye and took over the mic and, and scolded or chastised Chris Rock on national television, global television for saying this joke about his wife and bringing him to that, I would have been like, yeah, let's eat the popcorn. Oh my God. I can't believe that would have been, but we saw violence. We saw a violent, we saw a man strike another man and humiliate. I mean, I, it's still, I, even talking about it, it boggles my mind. It, it literally boggles my mind. And what's even weirder is, you know, when you're in the theater, it's such a bubble, but it's Hollywood is such a fucking disgusting bubble. And we saw it on display that then no one, I didn't hear any booze. I didn't, it, it was like, 
This man just struck another performer and they gave him a standing ovation and we're like, yes. And he was crying. And the things that he said, and I've seen a lot of takes on this. I'm lucky in that I have smart people on my Twitter feed. What I mean is I don't have a lot of people on the right or dumb people saying dumb shit. Like I saw Tiffany Haddish say some stupid ass shit. She can go to fuck herself too. Is what Will Smith was saying is what abusive men people who beat their wives it's the same shit that they say when they're you know you know abusive men hit their wives and then they're crying afterwards and oh, i was trying to protect my family this blah, 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 blah. violent and abusive he was he was giving the speech and the justification that a violent and abusive man does you know there's a there's a woman she's a writer named winifred hervey she used to write on the golden girls uh, and she was a showrunner, um, and she was a showrunner, the second showrunner, I believe, on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And you can go look this up. Uh, the Emmy organization, the Academy for the Emmys, they have an arm where they uh, interview people who've worked in television, whether in front of the camera, behind the camera, to get the history of television. It's very interesting if you're interested in that. And so she – and what, what's interesting about it is people who are normal – you know, they, people try and be diplomatic on uh, television – I mean on, on, on interviews. But on this, because I think they know it's for history and for posterity, they're, they're, they're pretty honest, which is really good about difficult people and whatnot. And she talks about her time on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And boy, would I love to – oh, here it is. Boy, would I love to know what she thinks of this because <clears> – <throat> She's been professional about it, but she does paint a picture of Will Smith, and this was 20, 30 years ago, as a spoiled, entitled, difficult bully, and that he made her life very difficult on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And I think we saw evidence of that for the first time uh, on on the show last night. I think that was another thing. It, it's weird when you see, not that I've ever looked up to Will Smith, but I had a certain perception of his public persona. And to see the opposite, to see just pure, I've been using the word hubris a lot the past few weeks, but maybe that shows you where the zeitgeist is. Just unfiltered, like, who the fuck do you think? I am Will Smith. I And he is surrounded by yes men. And that's the thing. He's going to get away with it. And he's going to think he was right because he has surrounded himself with people who tell him that everything he does is right, everything everything's good, and the audience gave him a round of applause. They applauded him. Guys, this is so upsetting to me. This is such a symbol of where our world is. It is crazy. It is insanity. He should be he should have been arrested, or at the very least escorted out of the theater. He walked onto the stage and struck another man. You know, uh, Judd Apatow is getting a lot of shit online because he wrote, he could have killed him. And people have been laughing like, oh, he slapped him. He couldn't have killed him. But I think what Judd Apatow was talking about was not that the slap could have killed Chris Rock, but that if Chris Rock wanted to or had the means, he could have walked onto the stage and killed him. And, and it's, in it, in the way that the, that, that people are either forgiving or excusing or accepting or promoting toxic masculinity, what we just saw is, that's what I think is so bothers me is now, you know, you would think the Oscars are supposed to be this super classy and glamorous, uh, exercise 
in that showing us that the, even if it's corny, even if it's just congratulating yourself on their back, there's a certain level of class that comes with the Oscars. And we just saw that evaporate before our very eyes. And what's going on in the world, the violence in the world, the hatred in the world, the anger of the world manifested itself on this violent act on stage. And Jordan Darling says, I've seen people talk about the sacred barrier between audience and comedian has now been broken. And that's the one of the things, too. It's something I've worried about is, as a former stand-up comic, I've seen a lot of the takes from stand-up comics, and I agree with them. And I wonder, is there, do I have a, my, but that's not the only issue I have. But that is a genuine and valid issue, is that Will Smith, by his actions and not being repentant for it, and no one bringing him to task, is he now giving license to every toxic male to just, if they if they don't like what a comedian said, to walk up onto the fucking stage and fucking punch him or slap him. He's just done that. We are going to see that happen. At least for a little bit. Just for a little bit, at least. Maybe, maybe it'll be the new thing. And so the comedians who've talked about this, yes, they have a valid, real fear of doing that, of that happening. Fortune Feimster was talking about how on Friday, she was doing a show, and her opener, some woman went on stage and went crazy on the opener, started throwing shit and stuff like that. There is something going on, people. There is something something going on, and it's not cute. It's not cute at all, and I thought at least the Oscars would be the last bastion of safety from the anger that's in the world. And now, unfortunately, we see it's not. Well, it's going to do for this... <laughs> That's going to do it for this episode of This Job Attends. Look, sometimes it's how I feel, and that's, I needed a place to process this and to, it's, it, it, I needed to vent. I, I unfortunate, fortunately and unfortunately, for, unfortunately for you, fortunately for me, I have a place to vent. But thank you for being here. It's why I love you, uh, for that I process this, and I can only process it on one place. This Job Attends.